0: Welcome to The Vault Podcast, the place where the gold is stored.
1: Yes, because uh, The the Vault is where you store your most valuable things and what is more valuable
0: than wisdom. Mm. Remember that? Remember our line? I I tell you there's one thing more valuable than wisdom. What's that? (laughs) Amazon Prime shipping. I ordered a computer and I think it's going to be here in about a minute.
1: Perfect. (laughs) Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, uh, there is viewing available on platforms like YouTube. So if you'd like to watch this. Oh, wow, um, But this is Hillsong Kids' uh, The Vault. And uh, we are uh, very excited to be back uh, from a different location, as that's what I'm saying. If you're watching this as a new studio, we are currently doing Hillsong Conference because it's July. And that means for us we're doing KidSong.
2: Oh, and it just started to rain. Like we needed to build an ark. We, l- but and thank goodness <laughs> we're in a different location this year.
1: Yes, now, uh, it is absolute It is non-stop raining. So we are move. Well, we're going to talk about that today, just very quickly about kids song because I think we're going to do a kids
0: song recap coming up in another episode. Mm. Now um, I would like to say the last time the three of us were in a room together, yes. doing a podcast. We've yes. done a few um, online things. It
2: was. Was yep. it March before everything just March went kaput? March
0: Yeah. It was March 26th.
2: 2020. That's oh right. Right. Good
0: Wow, that,
1: that was, was a that conference. was very that was amazing. Yep. Yeah, Color Conference. We were together. Now we have done a couple. And it of
2: was raining so much then too. <gasps> this is your fault, <laughs> Dan. You <laughs> you came here and then it, it, the Dan rain. comes and it rains at a conference.
1: That now you mention it, let's let's look at all the times that that's happened. Really, uh, all so the time <laughs> it's rained. All right, let me. <laughs>
0: Is rain yeah. It has rained 400 times. Uh, it's an El
1: Niño situation if you're not sure what's happening in Australia. Is it La Niña? La niña?
2: La niña. Yeah.
1: It's one of the two. It's El Niño or La Niña. Uh,
0: let me fact check. That's my job. <laughs> La Nina, Thank you.
1: Uh, and it's because let me, South I'll, America okay. is sending us all the rain. It's I'll do a little South Google. Do you know
0: this? I'm Googling
2: Look, all I know is, is that the ocean is two degrees warmer. Right. And I've been saying for look a little bit that that's just not good. No, it's not. It's yeah. it's, you're it's are, you are you are we all
1: know you as a climate activist. Yes, that's true.
2: <laughs> I'm not a climate <laughs> activist. Well, maybe I should be. <laughs> well yes.
1: With this Oh my goodness. <laughs> Now I'm making a mess on myself. <laughs> he
2: just spilled drink all over oh, himself. Dear. Oh, dear.
1: Uh, Dan, is, it an, is are we currently experiencing a La, la Nina or an El Nino? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> word in Spanish, from Spanish. <laughs> Dan, what are you <laughs> doing? You Can you stop? I'm trying, I'm dry. Yeah, no. Hey. Oh, I just said it. We can you can read it. You don't have to listen to it being pronounced.
0: Yeah. Nina.
1: So it's a niña. La Nina. Yeah. You're right. I think we need to move on to something before people start skipping this podcast. So let's get into this. Yeah, don't skip. Uh, we are currently at, at Kidsong in our Hills location in Sydney in the, the west of Sydney and we have in our streaming studio. So when, when I say studio it's a storeroom.
0: <laughs> it's a
1: storeroom that we've converted into our little live streaming studio that we do our Sunday morning services at. It's mm-hmm. amazing. So if you ever want to watch Hillsong Kids on a Sunday morning at, I'm going to say, 10 a.m. Sydney time, approximately 9:30, 10 a.m. Sydney time, depending on when they start, uh, then do that. It's on YouTube. It's on the it's on uh, Hillsong yeah, Kids channel. So cool. that's where we're at, and that's where we are, and um, we've converted it to do record some podcasts now. Mm. So, the reason we are here is because this is a happy, sad day, Dan. yeah! I don't like, I really like the happy part of that, yep. The
0: sad part, not so much.
1: We don't like the sad part. But the thing is, uh, for the last few years, Jess has obviously been overseeing uh, a whole location as a <laughs> growing up. Like oh, she's, a, yeah, she's, yeah. A,
0: she's a proper she grown so up. She's been going to big church.
1: She's been going to I big have. church with her husband there. see our Wollongong campus and our Southwest campus. Oh, all two big Sydney. churches, all in Sydney. But uh, also so overseeing Hillsong Kids as well, uh, which is at every level insanity. But they do it because they're legends. Uh, but uh, up until recently, and now that Jess is moving full time into overseeing with her husband, and so today's episode is all about uh, why. Why have you done this to why? us? Why? Why? You <laughs> could have, have made lived? it work. We could have done it this forever. It just, what uh, did we do to you? Yep.
2: I, 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 don't know. Like I already, maybe I'm regretting it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Terry
0: in the eyes and tell him you're leaving.
2: <laughs> I'm Terry. I'm sorry that I'm leaving.
0: By the way, we do need to. Oh, s- oh,
2: Terry.
1: <laughs> oh, you've lost Terry. Oh, I've lost Terry. Oh, I've I've Terry. Better better Terry's
2: out. Terry.
1: So sad. Mm. Uh, you need to go down. Go get oh, Terry I'll because get because, because uh, we do need. We haven't saluted Terry. No. We need to salute Terry, because that's what we do, just to make sure that he's ready for the podcast. And today's episode oh, sure. will be Jess. Uh, we're going to get from Jess what she's learned over 20 years of doing kids <laughs> ministry. Uh, uh, so let's, Terry, uh, Terry, are we ready to start the service? Uh, the, <laughs> the service, service the uh, the podcast? Yep. Fantastic. I, I, I actually don't know why we do that anymore. I can't remember.
0: It was just fun. <laughs> it was just, just fun. Started. The
1: bit never would and it never will, <laughs> and I'm loving it. <laughs> So, so Jess, is, we're going to be talking to Jess just all about uh, the lessons that she's learned, especially coming from a perspective of someone who oversees a location at a church, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's a multi-site church, but even just as a, if you're in, in a single location church, uh, let's get a perspective from her. So
0: yeah. first
1: question, Jess, we're going to start off with this idea okay. of uh, when you when you moved, what was the biggest, the most surprising thing when you started overseeing a location, mm. right? And then you were all of a sudden overseeing kids, youth, pastoral care, all these other areas in church life. Family. Families, everything like that. Offering messages. What was the one thing that surprised you? You didn't think you would experience uh, coming from kids. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, it totally makes sense. Um, I um, just, well, it's always astounding how um, adults can find really creative ways to um, have drama in their lives. (laughs) That's always a little bit surprising and how much of a beautiful oasis Kids ministry and kids leadership even is right um, in terms of just the simplicity and pure-heartedness of it all. Right, but um, so that was a little bit surprising. Um, and but I think that the biggest surprise was that there's just so much crossover like skills um, that in kids ministry, you, right. you you remember that time that you did that thing that gave you the skill to um, do what you need to do in this moment. Gotcha. Like just negotiating random stuff.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. So it's so when in your if you're knee deep with toddlers screaming and yelling and someone's running late and you're juggling these <laughs> balls. Just and It's like amazing
2: multitasking. Hey. And
0: you're like, this is preparing me for. <laughs> it
2: totally is though. <laughs> Other you don't even. You like you don't even know. Like it's just there's just so much right. crossover.
1: We've seen. I've said this before, but this I is my like favorite it. thing about working with kids. But that idea that when you're working with children. You're working with uh, the kids are dealing with the consequences of other people's decisions mm-hmm. and adults have to deal with the consequences of their own decisions. Mm-hmm. And of course, <laughs> as, a, as an individual, that's much harder to deal with. Mm. And it's much easier to work with kids uh, who, you know, it's not their fault. And yeah. a lot of a lot of situations in their life whether it's their parents going through separation or divorce or tough times or I'm changing school or I'm doing this it's actually them dealing with other people's decisions and so I think it's a good point point. and all of a sudden <laughs> you have to go to the root of the problem yeah 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 and then parents that's much more in the, the knee-deep in ministry uh, pastoral care because that's a much bigger problem that's pro- problems a strong word but much bigger challenges to mm. deal with yeah. so that's that's our thought number yeah. one a uh, great thought
0: oh, that's a great quote I've got a question mm. I think uh, a lot of people would be listening. Maybe in a situation where they feel like, oh, it's I don't know if my I don't quite understand how my campus pastor thinks. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so how do you so think, Jess? transitioning from kids from being in that world to being a campus pastor? What What are some of the eye-opening moments to try and help us understand that role and what they carry to help us uh, be better team members? There you go.
2: Yeah. Um. Well goodness that's actually really um a difficult one to answer um because i feel like we kind of are a little bit unique because we still think a bit like kids pastors Mm, (laughs) um so but i think that um just yeah you um you as a kids pastor or as a as an age group pastor just bring so much atmosphere to Mm, the location and you are exactly what people are choosing church for. Like, Ooh. they want a good kids' ministry. Yeah. Like, yeah. people want a good kids' ministry. And yeah. so I am just so grateful for our kids' leaders because mm. parents are literally choosing church because kids is awesome. And I know yeah. you guys know that. But we uh, we want our facilities to be good. We want our team to be good. We want right, um, right. We want it to thrive. We want the youth transition to be great as well. Um, and we're just so grateful for it, so that is answer. that it's is really, really nice. But.
1: no that's really really good. Like like so because sometimes great. you do feel like well here's the thing we do we do our thing uh unseen a little bit from leadership because we're doing it in a different room mm. uh, and so but knowing that uh regardless knowing that idea that you know this is people are choosing potentially to come back because of what you do is a great i think everyone needs to understand that
0: well it's yeah. a co- it's a confidence booster it's okay to be a specialist and it's okay if your your other people in, in 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 your church don't know what you do, mm. but that's okay because what you bring to the table is very important. So mm-hmm. Phil, yeah. Phil will give you the license to to be able to speak up and and say you know what some decisions are affecting kids. What are some other bring some more solutions to the table because because uh, they don't know, and mm. that's okay because because you it's do. fine. Yeah. That's why you're there. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred
2: percent. And the little stuff that um. That when kids brings atmosphere to the foyer, when kids like adds their sparkle to a Sunday by like creating a moment in the foyer where kids are decorating cookies and the parents are chatting or where we're celebrating birthdays in the foyer Mm, or we're doing a baby dedication morning tea. That's something our kids team facilitated our campus. All that stuff actually just brings such vibrancy um, to to the congregation and the older people love, love to see right, it,
1: right. you know? So get your, I, I experienced that in our two city locations. One of them, our kids' welcome desk, and everything we do is in the foyer. Mm. And the other one is kind of there's a separate little foyer. Yeah, yeah. and you can notice the difference dramatically because you're not where everybody else is. So as much as possible in your church location,
2: visibility is so good.
1: Visibility is very helpful. You don't look if it's if you can't do it, that's fine. But if you can get it, you want your kids to sign in to meet your welcome team to be greeted in the main foyer mm. if you can, because yeah. it really really helps atmosphere and your yeah. your location. Your pastor will love it. Yeah. Cool. This yeah. is we're doing good. Oh, that's this good. Is good wisdom. You've <laughs> okay. waited. You've waited this long, Jess, to give us the wisdom. <laughs> Unbelievable. Amazing. Sunday
2: night, they were having chicken nuggets and chips in the foyer.
0: Oh,
1: they're. So,
2: oh. Smelled so good. Oh Made yes. Made it feel warm and toasty.
1: That's one of my things I've Nothing always like wanted the smell to do. Of chips. Jess, you know I've wanted to do a Hillsong Kids scent for many years.
2: <laughs> Hot chips. There you go.
0: <laughs> hot, chi- hot chips and Pepsi Max, just wafting.
1: Yeah, you can't. Pepsi doesn't really smell. But uh, yes, that's. I do. I dare say that if there's a way you can get a smell a scent uh, in in your foyer, that kids, uh, that's a nostalgia.
2: Bubble
1: Anything. Anyway, I don't know if um if I'll ever get there, but one day I'm gonna we're gonna get a scent. I'm gonna get a scent going. That's hilarious. Uh. So okay. So this is good stuff. This is
2: good this stuff. This is great stuff. You sound okay.
0: surprised. no <laughs>
2: No, be surprised because I'm emotional. What? We just came from a rally. Yes. My husband was emceeing. Oh, um, and it was beautiful ministering yes. to the children, and I just got a little bit teary because I'm I, I love kids ministry. Hundred um, percent. And this is
1: your last hurrah, and we love and we love you. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but
1: you, the, who knows we who knows what you'll be doing? There's always a you're always welcome back here, Jess. Yeah, you there's
2: plenty that. of campus pastors serving in kids. That's, song. that's true. So, cool.
1: uh, so uh, again, we will. I do want to talk. I really want to talk. About Kid Song, but we. By the way, if you're listening, uh, make sure you hear the next couple of episodes because at some point we're going to talk about exactly what went on at Kid Song.
0: We're right? actually we're actually going to chat to your wife. Yes, soon, who's taken on your role? Yes, that's right. She's leading, and she's going to talk all about Kid Song and the exciting yep. things.
2: Perfect woman
1: for the job. So I've actually explain what these tickets are that are sitting on our desk, which you can't see if you're listening, but they're <laughs> all got Kid Song tickets on them. And what do they do? Well, you've got to stick around to find you've out. You've got to stick no. around. By
0: the way, David, <laughs> I've been really nice to your son recently. Oh yeah, why is that? Well, we used to lead Hill. On Kids Australia, <laughs> back in the and day. then it went to Nathan, her husband, and then it went to you, and now yep. it's gone to Becky, right? So I think Brooklyn's next, yes. All right, my son is next, right? And then I'll go to KK, and then yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, then keep Buddy, then Keep it in the, it in the families th- yeah, exactly. between families. I don't, <laughs> uh, my 16 year old son, um, you oh, never know, to be honest, he does, he does want to do Bible college, so they we'll could
2: see. end up together, Michaela and Brooklyn.
1: Wow. No, I'm up for it, Wow my Opposites, man, Michaela opposites. will keep her fit, keep her fit, it's good. <laughs>
2: Oh, wait, a snort,
0: guys. <laughs> can we, can the we? first snort of the day. Can we edit the snort out nope. or can we play okay. it three more times?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on a sound effect. Okay, next question. Next question. Mm. So yeah, uh, this is, um, again, relating to 20 years. I'm going to say 20 years because it's <laughs> roughly 20 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: you two decades.
1: Two decades. Wow. It's probably a little bit under that, but yeah. somewhere around that. Um, 20 years, what is the the hardest thing that you had to do uh, when you're thinking about kids' ministry, right? Mm. And whether it was a pastoral thing, and I'm not saying something, this situation, but what was the hardest thing that, the the type of thing that you had to face mm. or had to deal with or had to do? And it could just be building teams or it could be, you know, the consistency. I don't know. It could be anything from the wide range or I'll, I'll allow it, even if it was a, a specific situation that you had to deal with.
2: Um, I think the biggest thing the hardest thing was probably um, additional needs ministry before okay. people understood it.
1: Right, um, wow.
2: and and I was barely trained for it. Like I wasn't right. really trained either, and just trying to help a beautiful team who loved um, kids with additional needs. Help yep. help them to minister and and get the resource that they needed.
1: Right, help other people. Yeah. Help our, I guess, our wider leadership see that yes. as important, or as something that needed something
2: that was a to long, that was a bit of a long slog. Gotcha. I think.
1: Gotcha. Um,
2: and then a long slog to build a building. Right. I think um, this facilities. One we're in? Yeah. Facilities <laughs> are really um, a challenging mm. before you. If 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 we're not open to outside wisdom and then collaboration, yep. if it becomes a little bit of a this person wants this and this person wants that and it becomes a bit of a tension point. That's that's difficult.
1: Understood, um, yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know I, why.
2: It's just it took so long.
1: The building of this, I started I was yeah, so you long went, ago. You and Nathan
2: went overseas, the very you first looked at plan. Stuff.
1: yes. The very yeah. Nathan and I were there the very when this this building was planned. Yeah. And then it was replanned. And then it and all then got it a little re-planned. bit
2: hard and Nathan tapped out. Yep. And,
1: <laughs> and
2: then I was still trying to pull it together. But, yeah. um, but
1: we made it. It's beautiful. It's great. I think we've got a great building here. But yeah. mm. that's a good point. Now, as another advertisement for a future episode. Oh. I think facilities are
2: challenging for other people too. You know? Yes.
1: Dan and I are going to be talking about facilities because we've just traveled around uh, about 12 cities around the world. And visited and our locations. in Europe and America. So in a future episode, Dan and I are going to be talking about what we learned. And one of the things is facilities because some of our locations around the world are in the very difficult <laughs> facilities and to, some to. Of,
0: And some of them change probably yes. uh, yeah. five
1: uh, in to Hilson, times a uh, year. Hilson, Berlin, um, the lead pastor there told me that they had been in 150 locations oh my goodness, over man. their 10 years of, of church or something. And yeah. I'm like, how do you deal with that? So we're going to talk about that in the future, but mm-hmm. uh, facilities. So as an ad for the future episode, and stick around mm-hmm. for that one. So that's great, Jess. But yeah. uh, facilities is an interesting one. I think we're coming up against it a lot more, and it's because it's it really does as a good example. Today, we're doing kids song in our own building. In oh, so previous years, we've been at another, uh, what do you call it? A, literally a stadium in the centre of Sydney. Yeah, And that leaves us, we go over to a side area <laughs> and a couple of thousand kids are in a Big green paddock with some sheds that are used to store animals during the, the annual show. In the annual, yeah. Uh, so literally yeah. where the uh, agricultural show happens. And if you don't know, I don't know if that's big in other countries, yeah, but so basically it's yeah, just full of tra- sheep and a cows. Traveling,
0: a travelling farm farm comes and people and pay way too much money to look at them. Someone grows a big pumpkin,
1: them. someone grows a big animal. Yeah, they, oh, county they, fair.
0: County fair. Big county fair, but for the all of Sydney.
1: So, that, so being in this conference means... We are enjoying it now. It's different. Yeah. But in all honesty, it's easier to enjoy this conference because our facilities are uh, excellent for what we need it to be.
2: Yeah, totally. And
1: so it's a real. I reckon that's an interesting point. And you've got to look at your own facilities. And sometimes I'm going to suggest this: you need someone else to look at them because as uh, as you travel around, you see people wow. accept. What I've got, they accept it and they set a level for themselves and say, this is as good as it's going to be. But mm. if you get someone, a specialist and who's maybe good at sound or who is good at uh, um, uh, lighting and stuff like that uh, and look at that and go, well, we could do this and it won't be that much money. You'll honestly find that. Yeah. Uh, and so I would honestly, if you if you're upset or frustrated with your own facility, uh, get don't just look at it in yourself and rely on your own Expertise. Mm. You need to get people in who can help you and look at it in a new, fresh eyes.
2: And we've done so many renovations along the way, like so many, so many. Like before building a building, we were having to just work with what we had, but renovate what we had, absolutely, for a very low budget. And so it's just there's just a journey that you need to do. But there's just I think that's just been one of the biggest challenges. So it's it's
0: the Jethro principle. You're going to need to invite Jethro's in, who saw Moses, looked at what he's doing, and said, "Right, this is this is not right." You shouldn't this be doing right. this. This is not right. This is not right. Let yeah. do this, do this, do this.
1: And it makes us, It'll make your life easier. I promise it. <laughs> your life will become easier if someone goes. Well, you could do this here, and it will make. What my suggestion is: you want technology to get out of the way, so it becomes mm. a blessing and it can help you minister. Uh, and I'm talking it, like because sometimes technology just gets in the way it's a problem it's annoying <laughs> something breaks and honestly if it's but if it's out of the way and you don't have to think about it and it just works you are able to do what God wants you to do in a much yeah. so much simpler
0: way yeah can I I've got a question for Jess yes there's a personal one because hmm. why would I ask you a non-personal one <laughs> uh, 20 years in kids ministry mm. is a long time obviously you you started I'd like to hear how you started but I would like to like to hear the story about at what point did you feel the, that you were actually called? Because you can't say 20 years without being called. Was it a moment? Was it a period of time? When did you feel like you knew that you and Nathan were called to kids ministry?
2: Oh, um, well, I felt called from, I don't know, from the very early days of just getting involved as a volunteer. Right. Um, my husband became a kids pastor kind of out of the blue. Yep, um, yeah, And I started volunteering but had no idea that kids ministry existed. Mm-hmm. But I think it probably only took three months.
0: Wow.
2: Um, because I just realized that I, I'd come from youth ministry mm-hmm. where you just kind of never know how what you're doing is being received or appreciated by. Right, right the kid or or the family and sometimes you don't even have a relationship with the family in youth mm-hmm. ministry mm. but in kids ministry you literally see like in real time you do something and it just makes a family's life or experience so much better and it nice. can be so individual Mm-hmm. And you can just, I love the rule that you have do for one what you could um, right. do for all. What you wish you wish, could, do, you wish for you could do for all. Yep. I just, um, and I, I, individualization is like one of my leadership strengths. Right. That I, um, that I'm, yeah, it's my top leadership strength is making things work for an individual. Mm-hmm. And so in kids' ministry, it's just all about that. Like kids come in and they're just all so different. But it's like, how can I not make this feel like school and you have, yeah. to, you have to fit a box here? How can I make this situation work for you and bring Love out it. your gifts and talents? And so I think I just, from the get-go, just saw how much families appreciated that mm. and then just realised that there's just no end to the creativity in this ministry mm-hmm. and, and, and no end to the leadership that you need to apply in order to see solutions and things that families, to, to help families, you know. Um, so I just thought, oh, my gosh, this is something that I can um, I could do for a long time. Right. Whereas youth, I feel like there was probably a expiry date. <laughs> but I feel like kids ministry, the kids just don't care how much older. We're all so old to them. Uh, yes. Even if you're 21, you're so old. So old. You're mm. all old. And <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but they appreciate what you do for them. And yeah. um and they don't turn that's their really nose good. up at you being old. Gosh,
1: she's a good answer, Steve. <laughs> she's a good
0: answer. I think that's a I think that's a great tip for everyone because a lot of people would be going you know, coming out of COVID and they might have had twenty kids in their thing, now they've got five, they might have right, yeah. kids now they've got now they've got now they've got twenty and they're building yeah. back and it's yeah. it's that weird thing of what do we do? It's like well you you make it great for the because yeah. you got in front of you.
2: Yeah, and then you carve out a strong a structure for longevity. Like you carve it out. like you. Great.
1: Okay, so as in you want to make sure you're working in a way that you can last a long time. Yeah. You're not burning out. Yeah, that what you and mean? your team. Right.
2: Like, and, you, and, and you're equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. So mm. any, you're an your any your empowering for that? team. Um, I think that just um, I don't like systems for systems sake. Right. But mm. I do like um, making it clear team um, because that equips them. So, you know, just putting in the basic things to mm. make sure your team are cared for well, like pre-briefs, debriefs, like, a, a you know, a feedback loop, um, just different things to make the volunteers on the ground yep. feel like they're seen and heard and that from one week to the next, things are going to improve. Because um, sometimes we don't know... <laughs> How to handle a challenge, like like a kid that's just really throwing curveball our way, but we can right. make small changes one week to the next to try and tackle a situation, you know what I mean? Very good. But how do our team know that we're taking it seriously? Perfect. Um, yeah.
0: I have good a, stuff. I have a quick fact check, David. Yep, go on. Uh, Jess, I need to let you know, you've never ran a pre-brief in your life.
2: <laughs> What's it? Why?
0: Because a pre-brief <laughs> is a before a brief. <laughs> so there is brief... <laughs> A
1: briefing is before the event,
0: and then a debrief is after the event. A pre-brief would be a briefing before the brief. Yeah, guys,
2: you don't know. I'm on the cold face of things. Last week I right said on the cold, cold
0: face. I, Pastor oh, that Phil, was great. you said
2: cold face the other oh, day. Did oh, well, you hear it? I'm, no, I've, I've been that. informed that it's coal face, yes. not cold face.
0: Yes. Yeah. but um, i have never heard of that saying. Me
2: and Phil. I, I have. We, we think there's a cold face.
0: That's awesome. I really and want to hear it. them. Do you also think it's um, holiday sauce on Eggs Benedict?
2: No. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it could okay,
0: be. We, I can see why people
2: would think that.
1: Holiday sauce. By the way, I'd also like to do a fact check. Uh, do for one what you wish you could do for all. I stole that from Andy Stanley.
2: Oh, okay. So good, I don't want to take. I
1: don't want to take. Good call. Because com- you know people are going to be writing and. Dave good job, make, Andy. Dave didn't make that up. It
2: yeah. was like the time that um, they Becky Becky <laughs> Becky quoted my husband, but it was John Maxwell she was quoting. <laughs> <laughs> We're like um Becky, that's John Maxwell.
1: Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> all right, we have re- we have reached the final question. Oh. Jess, this, this is, is, is it.
0: This is the final question of all time. You for- told me you told me this before our session, and I'm really excited for this. That- this really? question? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I'm really nope. excited. I'm building nope. it
1: up. Um, don't build it up because it's just going to be a normal question. It's what advice be would you give?
0: <laughs>
1: the pastor. Like it's you. It's Friday. Yep. Yep. You're about to. It's Friday at, f- f- uh, let's say, four forty-nine p.m. <laughs> it's crunch time. S- sounds it's like a, time.
0: sounds like a Rebecca Black song.
1: <laughs> it's Friday. Friday, and it's you are you're about you've got your new kids' pastor starting yes on Sunday. They're going to do their first service as the as a new now they've been around for a while or whatever. But what are you what are you saying to them like the, or and what are you saying about this weekend? Right? What are you going? Hey, see you on Sunday. Just remember,
2: just remember to have fun,
1: right? Yeah,
2: that team is everything,
1: right? Team Ooh. is everything. Like Steward that. your
2: energy well, mm-hmm. take care of yourself and your team. That's, that's and there's always, <laughs> there's always another Sunday.
1: There's always
0: another
2: Sunday. There's always another Sunday. They
0: don't all have to be bangers. They don't all have
1: to be. <laughs> that's a really good point. I think that's what I've realized after COVID, yeah. that uh, just just... If there's a win, I look for a win in every service. Even yeah. if you feel like, yeah. oh, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. Yeah. You can find one thing to be
0: grateful for. Yeah, totally. Service.
2: And I think we used to put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, oh, we only oh, get 52 totally. Sundays a year. Well, no, but there there will be some shockers and there will be another Sunday.
0: Yeah. That's so good.
2: And um, Galatians 6 verse 9, do Oof. not grow weary of doing good. For in due time, you will with a reap a harvest. You will reap a harvest. Wow. So don't, don't get tired of doing good.
1: Finishing with a verse. That, we, is a, that is a lead pastor situation. On, on behalf and, uh, of
0: Dave and I and all of Kismas, we want to just, say to you, oh, don't go. Yeah, please. <laughs> I reckon you should <laughs> stick around. Yeah, we, we uh, need that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the
1: Vault Podcast. My name is Dave. That's Dan. I, don't, I forgot how to end these things, I, I, I promise. But
0: um, what oh. do we usually do? You say something like, smash that like button and subscribe. (laughs) And remember, I'm Dodgy Dave on the Disco Mic. Dodgy Dave
2: on the Disco Mic.
1: (laughs) See you later, everybody.
2: Thanks, everyone. Love you all. Uh,
0: Dodgy Dave loves you.